Hi, everybody. I'm John. And I'm Ann. And this is Kathy. And this is John, John and Ann's Wrestling, Wrestling Podcast. Okay. Hi, everybody. Um, welcome to John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. We're doing things a little differently in that we are on TikTok. We have multiple camera angles. We're doing the most because I've decided to care. And I've decided to go along for the ride. <laughs> and we've also got Kathy here, special correspondent Kathy. Kathy, what are you seeing out there? Um, well, uh, you know, there's no, there's no food in my bowl. And that's, that's like the number, I'd say that's the number one uh, thing that's uh, concerning me right now. It's on, it's on my mind. Okay. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but thank you for your consistently incredible coverage of your diet. Um, but yeah, we're back, everybody. We took a little break, Ski. We took a break. Well, we just do this whenever we have time. Because yeah. no one pays us to do it. Not yet. No one pays me to do it. Nope. At least. I don't know about you. Uh, I'm definitely not funneling money away to a private account. So the reality is it gets done when it gets done. That's true. So be grateful is yeah. what she's saying. I'm saying get the hell over yourselves. What do you think? This is my full-time job? It's not even my part-time job. Man, you're doing that like yarn. Sorry, I was trying to... It looks like yarn and Kathy's getting real interested in it. She's okay. She just she's wants fine. food. I know. She's real pissed that we haven't... She's really mad. Anyway, yet. this has been quite a week for wrestling. It has. You know, um, it was a real... Real some high highs and some low lows. I mean, some of the highest highs I've ever seen and hopefully the lowest lows I'll ever see. Uh, I wasn't I mean, so sure about that. I didn't say that I thought they would be. I just hope they are. Yeah, of course. We all hope that this is the worst we'll hear about, um, even as we know it's not. You know you're like a monster when I can read crazy things that you've done to somebody, like, you know, in a lawsuit. And I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm, I'm it's not surprising. <laughs> no, there was nothing about it that surprised me. I will say that the, probably the element that did surprise me was how sickening it was to read the lawsuit. And then the second most surprising thing was the fact that I read the lawsuit and Triple H, who like runs the company being yeah. sued and whose father-in-law is also personally being sued, mm -hmm. um, did not find time this week to sit down and read uh, the lawsuit. Yeah, um, and that's not, uh, you know, that's not any sort of speculation. He's literally said that he has not read the lawsuit. Yeah, he said last night, and he seemed annoyed that people would ask about it, because like, why well, should anyone care about Vince McMahon, who watches the WWE? Yeah, none of I you. I guess was his... This guy that we have been heralding for our entire, because it was his thing, so of course we're going to talk about it. Not... I remember when he first retired and then before he came back, um, Stephanie, Mc Stephanie McMahon opened that SmackDown where after he announced retirement and she made everybody do a thank you Vince chant. Um, yeah. And then when they introduced Seth Rollins World Heavyweight Championship belt or the belt that would become his spoiler from six months ago or whatever, uh, they talked about the design of it and they were like, and it features the McMahon family crest. Uh, the McMahon family has a crest? Supposedly. I think when you're rich, you can just say that. Yeah, I think when you're rich, you can just draw a little doodle 
and be like, it's our family, Chris. It's like a little stick guy. <laughs> I love I love this that Kathy is blocking just your specific camera angle. Yeah, it's great. That's very funny. I forget that I have a little, I have a little camera angle here. I should use it. Well, it's just so when you look at me. Which you don't usually do, so it's Oh, fine. come on. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah. So it's been quite a week. Yeah, to update listeners who might not follow wrestling and or the news in general, Vince McMahon is being sued by a woman he um, allegedly preyed upon while she was grieving both her parents. She's a woman who had been the t- caretaker, uh, live-in caretaker of both her parents who then died. And the property manager of the building wanted to help her find a job. So he asked Vince McMahon, who also lived in the building or had a place in the building, if he would help her out. And he enthusiastically said yes. And then began a years-long campaign of slowly breaking this woman down, telling her he loved her, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then kind of bullying her into pimping her out to other WWE executives and wrestlers, including allegedly Brock Lesnar, who allegedly requested she send a video of herself urinating. And allegedly this is part of contract negotiations for his contract and allegedly was, quote, told that this would be part of his contract that she would be required um to yeah and, be involved with him let's and say. she uh included the text messages yeah and I, I, look, uh, so if and you look pretty nuts if you had hired me to like be like write text messages from like an 80 year old carny psycho who has not lived in the real world how do you think this guy would write text messages and i could not have done a better job than these text messages these are so exactly what i would expect yeah well they're definitely like boomer texts yeah for one thing like very weird old man texts in the sense that they're like oh like he's using the capital letter u instead of the word u but like capitalized u like it's very Mm -hmm. strange a lot of strange dialects like that. A lot of exclamation points. Yeah. Interesting spellings yeah. on certain words as well. Um, it's just there's a certain, like, there are certain people who were never meant to have texting. And he's one of those people. Yeah. And he should never have been given his access to such a such a medium for communication. Allegedly. 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 But anyway, that was going on. And uh, that was kind of, so WWE actually had, like, you know, as Triple H said, a, a heck of an amazing week. Prior to that, they announced that big um, Netflix deal, which is huge for the first time ever. WWE Raw is going to be off cable television, and it's going to be on Netflix Live, which is this maybe the first live thing Netflix has done. Have they ever yeah. done live programming like yeah, that weekly? Live programming. Well, it's going to be every well, they week. Well, they do weekly, but I think they are. I think there's another thing that's starting before this will start because okay. this starts like next year, right? Yeah, I believe. Um, for 2025? Yeah. yeah. and But I think before then, they're going to have, like, sports sports, if memory serves. I mean, it makes sense uh, from Netflix. And then it seems like also internationally, so the WWE Network had migrated in the U.S. all their content over to Peacock, including all their premium live events uh, and all of that. And But internationally, the WWE Network was still around, their own streaming platform. But uh, with this deal, 
outside of the US and like Canada and maybe a few other places, it's Netflix is just going to be the new Peacock and all their content's going to be on Netflix. All the premium live events are going to be on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, all three of their weekly shows are going to be on Netflix. But in the US, it's just going to be Raw for now and everything else is still going to be on Peacock. SmackDown's still going to be on cable on USA. So they still have a relationship with USA. And NXT is on the CW. So it'll be, uh, oh, it'll yeah. be like a, the CW. like a teen drama, yeah. which actually would fit the NXT brand pretty that well. That would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be very cool. It so. would be very cool. I'm cuddling up here. Yeah. Get uh, comfortable. Well, we're talking about stressful things. So That's true. I should be able to get a little comfy. That's true. Down there. There we go. If I can. Sorry. Hang on. I just need to get myself cozy. Yeah. Yeah. This is, you know, the first 15 minutes of a podcast or, you know, they're, they're not, they don't count. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> we set up a whole new thing and it's just, you know, it takes a minute to kind of get into the swing of how it's going to yeah. work. And when our you're cat actually, is like, just a little bit mad. There's one of her little peats right here. Stuff. I see one of her peats. Yeah. Is, little peat. You can see him. Um, yeah. But I they, mean, it, it, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that we're having a, quite a week and then, um, you know, it, it's only fair that Triple H be allowed to just focus on those things, you know? Yeah, so Triple H at the presser after the Royal Rumble this weekend, which it was a lovely Royal Rumble. I mean, it for the was. most part, yeah. I liked the women's uh, Rumble, which is the part I usually like the most. It's the most watched Royal Rumble in history, apparently. It was uh, maybe the highest attended Royal Rumble. Isn't Certainly it always, one of them. though? They say that every is time. It ever every not? show they ever do is like, this is the most watched. This is the most. It's like, where are they getting uh, all attended. these new people? Like, right? There's only so many people on Earth. So if, if every WWE year you is have, cloning people. Like, if every year you have more people than you had the last year, eventually you're going to just run out of people. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It's the infinite growth fallacy. It can't happen. It can't I want to find that the way. WWE universe cloning tanks that they're using. I've seen. Star Wars, The Bad Batch. I know what's going on. I know what you've done. It would make sense for a lot of wrestling fans to be a bad batch of like people. Yeah, just a, a bunch of weird clones. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably that guys trying to start Chris Benoit chants. Oh, they're oh, they're they're in the Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah, they're just not. They yeah, they didn't. We didn't. We forgot to put a little juice in them. Yeah, um, that's Sorry. Uh, we forgot to give these guys like a sense of common decency. Yeah. So, oh, these guys always chant CM Punk no matter what show they're at and whether or not he's there. Um, they, it's, they always boo Tony Khan no matter what because they think yeah. he should be more like Vince McMahon. They uh, they always stop paying attention to women's matches. Oh, yeah, they use the women's matches to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. The chicks. Those guys. Anyway, I don't know. We've talked about the Vince stuff a lot in our personal life, so it's hard to know what else to say about it. But yeah, you guys have seen all that. I, uh, you know, I don't know. It like it feels very different this time because it's starting to feel just so egregious. Like you know the phrase they're playing in your face. I'm not familiar, actually. Okay, like it's it's a, it's a term I've heard of here and there. And it's like when you play in somebody's face is like, oh, they're like mocking you. They're 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 making such a fool of you by mm. like, you know, lying to you so obviously, essentially. And that's what I feel like the WWE is doing now and not in a fun kayfabe way where it's like, oh, we hate each other, but we don't really mm-hmm. in a, like we're all grownups here. We all get the news. But for some reason. 
the people the news is about are pretending they never watch the news. Yeah. <laughs> and they never read anything. And they don't know anything about what's happening at their own company. Mm-hmm. Like, to listen to people from WWE talk about this, specifically Triple H last night, you have to believe that he literally knows nothing about anything that happens anywhere in the company. Yeah. Because Vince was showing, allegedly, was showing photos of this girl to, like, the tech crew. Like, the producers. Yeah. Like, the, you know, like, this was getting around. It didn't sound like it was a dirty little secret Vince was keeping. It sounded like it was a thing Vince was, like, bragging to people about whenever he was alone with men. And so if that's even partially true, like, if that's even 10% true. Yeah. You're telling me his son-in-law who works there and is, like, one of the main guys. Doesn't know. Doesn't know anything about what's going on at all. Hi. This cat is going to... And I understand that he got... Because Cody Rhodes actually got a much... Like, a, had a much better response to a similar question at that press conference. Yeah. He had, like, a very measured and, like, you know, it's still a very corporate kind of didn't say too much response, but he did mm-hmm. acknowledge it. He showed a level of empathy. Um, and he did talk about it to a degree. And with, you know, no prep. Uh, but, I mean, I, I sort of understand that there are a little bit different angles because he wasn't... Cody Rhodes is more of an innocent in this, and Triple H is like the question is a little bit like, were you culpable? Uh, and he it's was, like, but I mean, he well, he definitely well, allegedly, allegedly, it seemed like he probably was. But I understand it, as far as like somebody answering that question, he could have handled it in a way where he said nothing, where he was just like, legally, I can't discuss this because there's an ongoing investigation. But you know, we'll we'll do what's right and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. there's there are better ways to have handled it than like kind of throwing a little fit about it. And like it, it was just very. It was the worst angle he could have possibly taken. Yeah, um, it's not like this. Is what's so frustrating about it? I've been thinking about it a lot. It's not that. Like, I, I think what's making me mad is they're still acting like it's just about Vince, mm-hmm. and like Vince is some sort of just like guy who happened to have been an employee what an in the past, yeah. right? Like. <laughs> They act like Vince was just some guy who worked there, some executive. Yeah. And like, oh, what 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 he's doing, we don't know. You know, we yeah. don't know what Vince is doing. We don't know what's going on with that. Well, like, yeah, that sucks, though. Yeah, that was, wow. Uh, yeah. You know, and they're acting, he's gone, huh? They're just acting like he's just some guy. And they're not acting like he's the person that this all centered around for the entirety of its existence uh, until this started to leak. I mean, literally, until this started to leak, the whole thing was built around him. It's been 40 years of him being the main character, being the main (laughs) character. And he created the entire culture of the company and the promotion. Yeah. So it's like everything is centered around him. And it's literally like Walt Disney walking among us and then getting caught or accused of something heinous. And then everybody at Disney going, oh, well, you know, we don't we didn't even read about that. What? Yeah, we didn't even read about you that. You didn't even read. The like, company is called Disney. Yeah, like it's like it's like what are you talking about? You didn't even read it. Like it's a it's it's it it makes a mockery of everyone's intelligence. Like it's literally them assuming that we won't care because we won't care. I mean, I can tell you from watching the WWE product for a very long time. Yeah, the majority of that is like they don't respect the people that watch it. Yeah, they do not care. They think you're very dumb. Mm-hmm. And only in the last like year have they treated us with any level of intelligence as viewers. And then I would say Triple H is the one that would do that. But now when it's when it gets too close, when it gets too uncomfortable, 
you know, it's just like there are ways to respond to that. You could have also had like a PR person out there with you to be like, hey, you know, that I'm going to anybody who has these questions, like you can field them over here. Yeah, make it seem like you're lawyering up and you're taking it seriously. Yeah, because it is doing, a serious enough allegation. It's so serious. That you could, you know, I would accept that you're like, we can't talk about it right now, but you know. It's like these are allegations of actual rape. Like these are not allegations no. of like. Somebody I mean, yeah. playing grab ass in the office. These are al- these are deeply disturbing, violent allegations like, against the man who is not only Triple H's father-in-law, but the owner and creator of the whole goddamn mm-hmm. company. And it's absolutely it's textbook stu- uh, like, grooming too. To, it's all to and manipulation. Like, yeah, to act like they shouldn't have anything to say about it, or that they shouldn't know what's happening, or that they haven't heard, or that they found out when we did. I mean, I think all of that is really stupid. It and is. I think I it's mean, like it's it's insulting. The whole thing is literally that like. The core of this company, as you were saying, is like cancerous. Yeah. Because it's like you would have to literally like take the core out of it. Yeah. And just reconfigure the whole thing. Because it's full of guys that like were in on this with him. That's what the whole lawsuit is about. Yeah. It's full of guys who knew exactly what was going on and were covering it up and for him. Almost. Or joining in or like and taking part. And almost worse than like the, the stuff that happens, you know, because I mean, we've had reports of similar things happening in other corporations, you know, with powerful uh, often men, you know, and it's like, uh, this is like almost, it's not even shocking that it's almost worse than anything I've ever heard because it's in wrestling and wrestling has always been this like sideshow sequestered carny thing where like nobody cares enough about it kind of, and they just to, to like look into any of it. And so they're not living in the real world. I mean, at a certain level of wealth, you're already kind of not living in the real world, but this is like that plus being, an old carny so mm-hmm. it's like this guy is just he lived it like it's, it's like, he just lived a total fantasy life uh yeah. and by that i mean like he just did not live in the real world and so it's like that and it's just all stacking on top of each other and it just makes it much much worse yeah like uh it definitely explains some of like why it's so weird and why he thought he could get away with it for so long mm-hmm I definitely think it's like that, 2020 to 22, by the way, this is not like, Oh, something that happened in like yeah. 1987. Yeah. This is so, I don't even want to know what was going on in the eighties and nineties. No. This literally was, like, I mean, that's, that's the thing. This is like COVID is, era. It's like, is, is it, we can say like, Oh yeah, it's, a, it's they're They're isolated. Like he doesn't get it or whatever, but it's like, at some point you're, it's like, Oh, but the world is changing. Oh yeah, that's not and an excuse. That's no, 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 just I that know, like I know, I know, I know. how just, they yeah. got there. No, I know. I'm just saying like like that that was the case, you know, for a long time where it's like he was isolated and like in this world where like everything was up to him and it didn't matter what he did because he could do anything he wanted. But that world literally just doesn't exist anymore. And oh, so yeah. it's it's and that adds like salt in the wound, I think, of like knowing that that world no longer exists, can no longer exist, because Vince doesn't even have an ownership stake in the company anymore. Yeah. Like he literally can't exert his will in the same way that he used to. Um, but they're still keeping that code of silence as though he did, which is like to me a tacit acknowledgement that they are all, they know they are all in trouble if they say anything. Mm-hmm. Like they. I feel like they either are worried Vince will flip and start leaking stuff about other people to draw the heat off of himself. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of these things um, that are in there could, I mean, it could be. Yeah, because if somebody, like if Triple H goes out there and says something wild about Vince or condemns him or something, who knows what Vince could 
leak about him you know yeah. I'm not, allegedly i'm not i'm not saying i know anything i don't but i'm just imagining it's, not, it's also roster members imagining too, it's if like, this is the kind of stuff that was going on behind closed doors to a person who was brave enough to go public with mm-hmm. it and i i don't even want to think this but obviously it's if he was using this stuff in contract negotiations with one wrestler i mean it yeah it's like Vince has always had his favorites and there's always been that weird culture of like this guy's getting a push even though everybody mm-hmm. like there's a certain wrestler that you talk about a lot having been pushed for years and years and years and people were sick of him and uh, had a little chant about how he sucked and uh, it was like inexplicable why he kept getting pushed all the time to the point where another wrestler he really liked uh, left the company over some bitterness of it and it makes you wonder about those specific people and their excitedness to stand next to Vince when he first came back mm-hmm. and what that means about them. And, 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 mm-hmm. and I feel like they don't know that we know that, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, feel well, like that's, they that's think... what I mean by the, the sequestered carny world, because a lot of these people, like a lot of wrestlers in WWE, I think also are like, and we've read it in, you know, books about Vince and like, just, mm-hmm. I mean, all these, like I've watched wrestling most of my life at this point, And it's just like, I, just from like osmosis of taking a lot of this in, I feel like a lot of people who have worked in WWE as talent and probably everywhere, but I'm just focusing us on wrestlers right now are basically brainwashed by this guy because he probably is very good at manipulating people into being like, I'm like a father figure to you, you know? And I mean, this lawsuit, if you read that, that sounds very similar to how, you know, and it's like it's also in the entertainment industry you prey upon people's passion and stuff like that too and so a lot of people are like i love vince you know, he's got his flaws but you know because you had good experiences with him or he just like brainwashes you into thinking like he's the best and he has some he probably does have some good qualities if you have a relationship with him but it's, and you just ignore yeah. everything else and you and it's your brain won't let you even think like oh he's bad no mm-hmm. no no, no, no. He's yeah, Vince. because especially if you think about the superstars who have big careers but aren't from, like, wrestling families, mm-hmm. um, you see people who might, yeah, feel like they owe Vince more than they really do because yeah. they think, like, oh, he saved me. If it wasn't for Vince, I would have been, like, you know, wrestling for 20 bucks. At God knows yeah. where, you know? No, Vince gave me my push. Vince did this. Vince is a yeah, genius. Yeah, whereas, you know? like, you know, you think about people like Cody Rhodes and stuff. They're from, you know... They're Nepo babies, for lack of a better phrase. Well, yeah, and also Cody's father was a guy that Vince doesn't... Vince didn't really... I mean, he did have him running NXT for a while there, but, like, Dusty Rhodes was famously somebody that did it on his own, and that's why when he went to WWF in, like, the early 90s or whatever, he was wearing polka dots and he was dancing, and he tries to... Vince did try to humiliate people. Sting. Sting showed up in 2015 after 15 years almost of being like i don't want to go to wwf they're just gonna like kind of shit on me uh Mm -hmm. um hi uh you know for lack of a better um term and uh you know he put it off and put it off and then he finally went and we were all like it's been so long surely because vince would routinely humiliate stars that he did not make Mm -hmm. you know if you weren't somebody that he made there's a reason why the final battle between wwf and wcw was on Survivor Series was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock. You know, it was two of Vince's people. And so, like, Sting finally went. And then he still lost to Triple H for literally no reason. There was no reason for Triple H to to win that match. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so... I wonder what he won. Indicative. 
What? I said, I wonder what Triple H won. Oh, you wonder what was in the, uh, the contract? <laughs> yeah. Hang on. I got a cat. She's coming through. Yeah, hang on. We got a cat. Cat yeah. break. Cat break. Do, 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 do. Cat break while talking about the allegations. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm pretty fed up over all this. And I mean, I really enjoyed the rumble. I'm happy that Bailey won the women's rumble. Yeah, I do want to talk about cool. positives after this. You know, we yeah, should yeah, talk yeah. about we the positives. We should focus on the positives. We should focus on the positives. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. We should focus on the reasons people should keep watching this show no matter what they do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and but that but that's another thing that makes me so mad is I was explaining this to you earlier. I was like, it feels like we all have to miss out on this, like, ceremony of what we do as a society when stuff like this comes out, mm -hmm. you know, like we have, we, you know, it's a young process for this, but we have a process for this in mm -hmm. the corporate world where like wrongdoings are admitted to investigations are done. People lose their jobs. There's a big house cleaning. Like maybe somebody even goes to jail for, you know, every once in a while that are illegal and like we can be mad and, you know, be outraged and people issues issue apologies and things like that but like when they refuse to acknowledge anything mm -hmm. and when they're just like no we're just going to focus on the positive we're not even going to think about that it robs the audience of the ability to acknowledge that it like something happened yeah and it just makes you feel insane and it makes you feel insulted and it makes you feel like it's just it, it becomes all i can think about mm -hmm. because it's like the elephant in the room like you're just yeah. it's like oh we're just going to pretend this isn't happening like that expression comes from somewhere it's the elephant in the room is unignorable yeah <laughs> because it's like this huge thing like the and every time like i really enjoyed the women's rumble the men's rumble i think was a little harder for me to get into because again the elephant in the room is sitting there so every time a man who works for wwe shows up on screen now i'm like what did you know and when did you know it <laughs> like, what was in your contract what did you do like 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 what have you been part of behind the scenes mm -hmm. what what does the dildo vince keeps named after you look like you know i like, mean and all I, of yeah. these questions fill my head in ways that i cannot fight and ignore because i'm a regular person with thoughts and emotions and they don't expect that of me apparently but anyway that's why another reason why this has been a very frustrating week um because I did like I did like the women's rumble. I liked seeing Bailey. I liked seeing Liv. I liked seeing uh, all the gals. I liked Eo Sky in her leather dress mm -hmm. watching the rumble with her arm on a table like she was taking a graduation photo. <laughs> yeah. I loved I loved all of it. Yeah. Um, but that that is a dark cloud that hangs over it, and it's insulting to not have them acknowledge any part of it. Especially when their main person's catchphrase, the face of the company's catchphrase is acknowledge me. Right. Acknowledge <laughs> it. Acknowledge it. Hunter. A acknowledge. Acknowledge what's happening in the real world, eh. my friend. Eh. Eh. Like, eh. You, you care about listening to the crowd so much. They, listen, listen to the goddamn crowd. It's so funny, too, because they love, have always loved talking. It always goes, but like, it's... Some of it's almost vindicating in a way to be like, I wasn't crazy watching this this whole time and feeling because like they always love to tout the fans and all this stuff. And they and it's like they classically do not care. Yeah. 
I mean, like I said, it has been better since Vince has no longer been in charge of like the creative process. But there are reasons why ten years ago at the Royal Rumble, people were literally hijacking the show and like just like uh, booing the hell out of John Cena versus Randy Orton because people they were not listening to them mm-hmm. and they would just try to justify everything. We know what we're doing. We're doing, and it's like they don't listen to anybody and they tried to manipulate you into thinking, you know. And it's very, it's very frustrating. Um, and this is just. Uh, you know, this is what was going on, and I wish that uh, yeah. it wasn't. And, and I, if hope we that, sound... I hope that at least this leads to it no longer happening. And, and it's like, if we sound tired, it's because we are. We are. I'm because very tired. Because it is exhausting to not be able to, like, to know that they're just going to ignore this until more comes out. Mm-hmm. And we just have to sit here and wait for and it. What the, what's happening to other people there? Like, I mean, and yeah, and we all have to quietly know that this is going on, and that like pe- there are people still working there who were okay with this on some level. Like the techs, we <laughs> have to. Yeah, we have to know that those now and just like keep moving forward. I guess like focus on the positives. It's- don't worry about who's sending pics of victimized young women to each this other. This isn't the only NDA like, either. No, it's not. And hopefully, hopefully it gets rid of a lot of them because that was, that's her goal, which I think is really admirable. Like there've been people online, obviously Mm -hmm. trying to, yeah, you try, but they like those, those typical, like stupid sexist troll, like trolling, uh, like, oh, they just want money or whatever. Like you can try to make it apply to this, but it doesn't because yeah, she does want money that she was legally. Yeah. He legally agreed to pay her. her. The lawsuit's not for the stuff in the lawsuit. The lawsuit's like. (laughs) The NDA, you didn't pay me like two thirds of it. It's so funny because even like that horrible Triple H response is so indicative of how much trouble they're in because even he couldn't even attempt mm-hmm. to like sugarcoat it, sugarcoat it, or fight it, or say anything about it. He had to pretend he hadn't read it, mm-hmm. which I do think he's pretending. I think, he of course, no, he had um, read it. That's <laughs> yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. He, I think it's absolutely nuts that he is like, we found out about when you did. That's n- n- absolutely. He's on the board of directors. Yeah, there is absolutely no way that he knew about this when I did. Um, but it, it like, it, 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 uh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. Oh, no. Wait. No, we need, we need your perspective. I know we need my perspective. What were we just talking about? Um, if you know, anybody on the TikTok live, you remember what we were just Shit. talking about. Uh, uh, well, you know, it's it's just that Triple H was ignoring things, and this is the one of three or multiple NDAs. Um, and that uh, oh, 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 we're talking about the Twitter trolls coming after her. Yeah, and trying okay. so hard. Um, yeah, no, but less. it's There's like less than normal. Even Triple H couldn't do the whole these allegations are false and disgusting whatever will fight them tooth and nail like he couldn't do that because her lawsuit is about the language of the ndas she had to sign Mm -hmm. being too extreme to be applicable Mm -hmm. legally Mm -hmm. which if that turns out to be true at all might apply to many other ndas Mm -hmm. that have been signed by women um and she wants she's suing for the money that he said he would pay her if she signed it. And I don't even think he he's, didn't pay her. And I don't even think he's so, disputed this NDA. Like, you know, when the NDA came out originally. Yeah. He was like, yeah. Right. And and it's 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 wild because you can't even even if you want to be cynical and nasty and like, oh, these women, they're just money grubbers. It's like, OK, sure. But like if you agree to pay someone money, you have to pay them money. 
Yeah. That's how contracts work, babe. I know sometimes like, people like to like facts don't care about your feelings. I know it makes you mad that fucking Vince is like talks. <laughs> inconvenienced by this, but if he signed something that said he would do this and he didn't do it, guess what? The whole point of a contract is that you can take someone to court if they violate it. If I, she had violated the NDA, he would have taken her to court. Oh yeah, of course. So it's like you just look you look so stupid trying to to make any one of these arguments because it's like it's like you're a child it's like you're a child who thinks daddy shouldn't have to go to jail just because he shot somebody like Aww, kathy looked like, at me she's like, daddy? like i understand that you're devoted to this man beyond all logic but mm-hmm. like my god you look foolish like trying to make this case at all anyway no. you want to talk you wanted to talk about the positives yeah i think we should just be focusing on the positives right kathy yeah right um, Matthew. Schmatherin. Um but, but we can Bailey we can, won, you know, that was Bailey cool. Won you, know, the Royal Rumble. We, you know, the Royal Rumble, we'll talk about other stuff after this too, but Royal Rumble was, you know, a solid show. I do think as much as I enjoyed the show, I do think that it might have just been me. It might have just been that the venue was too big for the crowd to make as much noise as was necessary. But it did feel like there was a cloud hanging over it the whole time. And it did, it did take some of the wind out of, I feel like, everybody's sails. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I feel like everybody, you know, because uh, it's, I mean, it doesn't suck that it's coming it's hard, out. That's it's hard to feel unfortunately good. a good thing, but it does suck that it's like, this is what we, yeah, like, obviously, we're to think about this. Everything like, we just talked about. Like, it's yeah. hard to feel good about supporting a company yeah. you expect the worst from. And then you have to go out there and be that company. You have to perform. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. Something you've worked your whole life for. And now it's like, oh, God, what am I, what? It's like, we don't expect them to do anything about this. They don't do anything about it. And we're all supposed to just be like, okay, well, I guess this company is run by pieces of shit. Like, I don't know. Hey, there's Logan Paul. Like, yeah, yeah like, am I supposed cool. to, am I supposed to be thrilled that, like, more rich and powerful people are horribly corrupt and abusive towards yeah. the vulnerable? Like, what, like, what are, what are we excited about here? <laughs> but, but Bailey won. So that was but cool. Bailey won. The Women's Rumble was really fun. I really I enjoyed I really that was my favorite rumble yeah. of the two rumbles. I think and I I really liked I mean I I you know I hate to be I hate to be so mean to the boys. I'm not trying to be. I just the last 2 years the rumbles the women's rumbles have been really good. I thought they were good. I do think I preferred the men's rumble last year over the women's rumble, but I still liked both of them. This year, I preferred the I women's rumble over the men's rumble. The Rhea Ripley, Asuka, live on the apron thing good, where yeah. Rhea pulls Liv off with her scissor kicking legs. That was one of the best legs. finishes I've ever seen in a rumble. I mean, it was such a great finish. They were pretty even last year, I think I would say. Now that I remember <laughs> it. But this year, I would say the women's rumble more. Yeah. I, I Two think years I ago, really liked the women's rumble. both of them were stinkers. That whole show was a stinker. That was the Lesnar and Ronda Rousey. And oh, I remember that this. weird Seth Rollins. They Roman were like the surprises we were supposed to be excited yeah, about. Yeah, and, and it was like, like mm. and I predicted the entire thing. I think I might yeah, have even said I it on the podcast this. where it was like, I know Bobby Lashley is going to, oh, so it was Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar for the WWE title. Roman Reigns had his universal title match earlier in the night. I was like, Roman Reigns is going to interfere to cost Lesnar the match. Lashley will win the title. Then Lesnar will come out probably number 30 in the Rumble, win the Rumble, and then he'll have... I mean, it was just like, this is, and then they ended up having, because Lashley was hurt, they had Lesnar win the title back on the way. And then they did that unification match, which they're not, I know they're not going to say that they've retired a title because mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is still technically the WWE champion and the universal champion, despite only having one belt mm-hmm. um, because his universal title reign is longer. He's had that longer. So if they say like they can't retire that title, 
Basically, the new one he's had longer, so that's what the streak is tied to, like the day streak. Mm. But the one with all the history, which maybe it's better to get rid of. Uh, the one with all the history, the 60-year history, is the WWE title that he won more recently. But I think what's going to happen is once, hopefully, Cody Rhodes wins that title, um, they'll say officially, at least on like, their website or whatever, that the Universal title is retired and they'll just move forward to the WWE title um, mm. because they won't have to worry about that anymore. But anyway... But Bailey won. Bailey was a great winner. I think Bailey was the perfect winner. Yeah. Uh, Liv Morgan's even cooler now. She yeah. smokes weed. Yeah. Liv Morgan's uh, uh, been arrested for having too much fun. Yeah. And then she was there as number 30, like, what's up? In her Christina Aguilera outfit. Yeah, that was cool. Um, you pointed that out. Yeah. And all right. Should we talk about AEW? Those are, I guess those are our only thoughts on the I would say my one, I'm very happy for Cody Rhodes. It's time for Cody Rhodes. Not just because I'm wearing an American Nightmare shirt. I will, uh, I will say um, CM Punk looked pretty good, too. I'm glad they went with Cody Rhodes, though. Uh, uh, what was my one thing? Oh, yeah. What I think would be very funny is if this, like, fully tanks WWE and, and TNA buys them for their tape library. And then TNA does like a rise and fall of WWE documentary. And it's like, and I was like, I was at first thing I was like, oh, they should do like the WWE style revisionist history mm -hmm. to make them look really bad. And I'm like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You can just say what really happened. Yeah. Just retcon it to be the truth. Because TNA is looking good right now. They are, they are having a, they're starting off the year hot. Yeah. Their and champion was in the Royal Jordan Rumble. Jordan Grace looked great in that Rumble too. She looked better than, I mean, no offense to Ivy Nile. Like I, Ivy Nile's guy, she's doing her best. She's very, but she's very new. And she and Jordan Grace had a little face-off and a little, they were kind of similar uh, gimmicks. And it's like, Jordan Grace looked like a pro. Jordan Grace has also been wrestling a lot longer than Ivy Nile. But yeah. what I'm saying is TNA is looking great. Yeah. Congrats, guys. Congrats, guys. We know you watch. Um, yeah. Okay. Should we talk about the AEW collision? I thought, yeah, AEW uh, collision was, I watched it uh, today because I watched, or, you know, I watched it the day after the Royal Rumble. Um a lot of times I will watch Collision live and I'll watch the WWE pay-per-view later. Um, mm -hmm. But this one was the Royal Rumble and it is, you know, one of the bigger shows of the year. It's usually my favorite WWE pay-per-view of the year. Mm -hmm. um, but Collision was actually a really good show. I mean, it was very, it was good, like counter-programming. I've heard this used uh, by some of my wrestle pals. Counter-programming. Counter-programming. And it's like, yeah, WWE has a huge pay-per-view. We know what's going on here so we're just going to do a show that's maybe not super hugely important but just is a really good solid well-booked show mm -hmm. if you do watch it and it was great all night some great matches i mean and it wasn't like you know most of the, the winners eddie were kingston fairly commentary eddie kingston commentary and it was great too because eddie kingston was going to leave and then brian danielson came out being all disrespectful to him i love that brian danielson's one of the most beloved wrestlers of all time and he's so good at being like just a total jock shithead. Yeah. That you like, I want Eddie Kingston to kill him. You know what I mean? Like I want to just like destroy him. Um, he just is so, cause I think it's like, he just turns up different. He's so good at turning up different aspects of his personality. Mm -hmm. Like when he wants to, you know, he can be an underdog, um, likable every man. He can be a jock dickhead. He can be an environmentalist, like in a good way or an environmentalist in an obnoxious way. Um, like the planet's champion thing that he did in WWE after he came back from his first retirement is one of the best gimmicks of all time. That 
custom belt where it was the hemp strap and it's all wood from a naturally fallen oak tree instead of a, a leather belt with metal and like gold. Mm-hmm. It's like beautiful stuff. So, uh, but there was a lot, a lot of stories pushed forward, a lot of great matches. And even if the winners weren't ever really in doubt, it was still showcasing a lot of younger talent. Still good to get Shane Taylor and Lee Moriarty. I think Lee Moriarty should, uh, I guess I could put this in my fantasy booking. Okay. Great. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll just say it now. Lee Moriarty, he should uh, win the ROH Pure Championship because it fits his, like, style of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he should be like, pure rules aren't good enough for me because he does Tiger style. And he's like, I want Tiger rules. And it's, like, something like submissions and knockouts only. No rope breaks at all. Like, you got to be um, two or three falls. Something like that. He has his own rules. And I'm like, oh, man, that do that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Uh, but it was a yeah, really great show. They had a, a women's segment with Tony Storm and Mariah yeah. May, and then they also had two women's matches. Yeah. Um, in Le- Mar- people are leaning into women in wrestling, maybe because they are trying to make up for some cr- horrible crimes. Yeah, I mean, you know, AEW's also got its own issues. Yeah. So uh, everybody, that, everybody's got to act like they've been nice to women this whole time. Yeah, this whole that, that time. That is the one. The whole time. That is the one thing about this moment that, as a woman, is like a little bit like five percent of me is like, yeah, yeah, you better be nice no, to no, us. No, 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 we love Mariah May. You better on. be nice to us. Oh, come on! Until we forget. <laughs> Till we forget. Till we get so caught up in. Lady that Frost. Is, that is something I'd be really interested to hear about from one of the female superstars at WWE, which is like, how much do you actually worry about them ending the women's division? Which is a thing they've done like twice in their history. Of yeah, like, they got rid of the women's of title. Just being like, ah, never mind, you know. And like, I because you know when you think about like other industries stuff like this happens in you think about like people signing open letters and like you know all kinds of stuff um that just doesn't happen with wrestling and i know part of that is the whole carny vibe but the other part of it i think is like i i I wonder if there's real fear in the women's division that like oh if we start becoming too much of a problem they'll just get rid of all of us or even they won't get rid of them they'll just like make it so because i think getting rid of it is like too obvious and yeah. people, so what they would do is just turn it back to like divas era where everybody's doing yeah. and they're not often like outside of like bailey and becky lynch and stuff a lot of people are all still in this it's like you have two minutes go out there you're one with a roll up you know what i mean and it's like yeah they probably won't be doing like brawn panties matches anymore but it still would be like not fun it like wouldn't that, be like fun to could, work there and be a wrestler they could book it badly yeah. until they justify getting rid of it yeah, they could be you know like, oh, I mean? this, is like low, this is our uh, lowest rated nobody segment. Nobody cares about this anymore. You don't have any no, good yeah, stories, yeah. and there's no reason to have a women's match at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like we'll they, have one. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll we'll have it. We'll hear from. It's three nights. We'll have one. I mean, AEW proved you can get away with doing a lot of big wrestling shows with like one women's match that's yeah. barely anything at all. So like. <laughs> but now they're doing more, so it's good. I, it was more. good. It was like almost. I, mean, I, don't know, I was gonna say half the show was women's stuff. I that's probably way, a hard exaggeration, but yeah. it was. A lot more, and they're they're fo- focusing a lot more. The Mariah May stuff is great. Yeah, Queen, Mariah May is awesome. Queen Aminata is is up and coming, and she doesn't have like mm-hmm. a character story yet, but she can tell. Serena Deeb was back. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. She looked great. great, and she also was like she cut a great promo, and the crowd was so excited mm-hmm. um, for her. And it's like I know they're in like kind of a down period business wise with like attendance and stuff, but 
WWE almost shut down 30 years ago. I mean, they had to do WrestleMania yeah. in Hart or like Stanford or whatever because they couldn't afford to go anywhere else. Um, and WCW seemed like they were going to destroy them. And it's just like, but it's also, it's great because we're in a wrestling world now where it doesn't, like, I like that there's another big company in AEW, but there doesn't have to be all these big companies. You, like I've said before, you can watch wrestling every single day and never watch a frame of WWE, mm-hmm. which isn't even necessarily, again, an indictment of WWE. It's just that it's like, it's great that you can watch all these. You don't even have to watch a big one. You can watch AEW, yeah. but you don't even have to watch that. You can watch GCW, you can watch TNA as like yeah. a, kind of a medium one. You can watch all sorts of indie wrestling there's japanese wrestling mexican wrestling there's stuff british wrestling yeah i think everywhere i think there might have been an effie's big gay brunch this weekend i think there may have been because i saw stuff on instagram i, saw, I love I gcw tweets, it's very yeah. hard to keep up with the I show know, schedule. there's so much of it and i honestly like i've told you this i i love gcw because i've learned that i love going to wrestling live when i can be like relatively close to the ring um and that like these bigger shows like I, I i really enjoyed going to AEW and i would go to uh, other AEW shows for sure when they're in town because they're not in town that often yeah but like i wouldn't want to go once a month to like an arena wrestling show where i'm up in like the 200 300 section you know like i feel yeah. like that's a it, like it's nice to be here you know whatever eat candy kind of fun with my friends you know but like I'm not really getting a lot from the wrestling itself, yeah, because I'm so far away <laughs> and can I can't hear the commentary, and I'm just like missing certain aspects of it. Whereas with GCW, I don't necessarily miss the commentary because I'm right there, and yeah. I feel very part of it. And and like you know, it's like going to a like this is too inside. I was gonna say going to a UCB show where you're like kind of part of the show. Well, it's like going you to a concert. That. It's like going to a concert. Like it's, I'm sure it's very cool to go see Taylor Swift at the Eras tour. But if you're up in the 300, it's kind of like, well, I went to say I went, you know, yeah. and like I got to sing with my friends and dance, but I wasn't anywhere near Taylor Swift. I mean, I will <laughs> say, you know, you're pointing this out, and it made versus me think- like seeing a band you like at a bar or a coffee shop. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where it's like, oh, cool, I'm here for this really intimate experience that my energy is very much yeah. helping to cultivate. You, I mean, you pointed this out to me and it did make me realize that's like, yeah, WrestleMania was cool that like, you know, I've, I've been to two WrestleManias, both at MetLife Stadium. And the first time was in 2013 and I didn't have a lot of money. Not that I have a lot of money now, but I had even less then. Uh, and so I sat almost all the way in the back and it was cool just to be there. I mean, it was one of the worst WrestleManias probably of all time for the most part, <laughs> but it was still cool to be there. The CM Punk Undertaker match was probably an all time great WrestleMania match. And that was very cool. That was worth being there for. Yeah. Uh, but it was, um, you know, being that far back, it was like, oh, it's a little far back, but it was okay. It was all I could do anyway. And then, but then I went a couple of years later in 2019 and I probably could have afforded like a little bit closer, but I still sat like almost not quite the back, but like mm-hmm. one or two of it. And it was just like, this is too far. I mean, it was still a very enjoyable show, yeah. but it was like, this is just too far back. Uh, and so it's, it was okay though when WrestleMania was like the only show that yeah, was like yeah. a huge stadium. Exactly. Like I'll even give them the 300 section in an arena. Like, yeah, because it's like once a year. Yeah, but and now it's the biggest show. But now almost every WWE pay per view is in like some kind of baseball or football stadium that's like sixty thousand people, yeah. and it's just like every show. And it kind of I think hurt the Royal Rumble reactions a little bit. Like I don't know if people were just not there, but it sounded like not that loud to me yeah, it, it just, sounded way too big it yeah. was like it was eating it like there were some big moments and stuff and the crowd was very hot for bailey everybody loved bailey and you know but it just was like also very impressive they did get just four matches to do a four-hour show and i know 
that two of the matches are an hour long, so that helped. But also, I they fit a lot of commercials into that pay per view, and a lot of them were in the uh, Fatal Four Way entrances. Yeah, at least two of them were fully like Peacock commercials. Um, but yeah, AEW Collision was great. Uh, very solid show. Really great main event. Um, it's just great to see them just do a great damn wrestling show. You know, yeah. it's just a simple wrestling show, and I just love it. Yeah. And uh, should we it. do Shooting Range Gossip Corner? Shooting Range, I feel like we did. I mean, if you have yeah. any other sh- stuff no. to shoot on. No, I think we did a lot of shooting. Yeah. Um. All right. Should we do the awards? The awards for prettiest cat in the world is for Kathy. Sorry. Okay. Uh. Promo of the week. I said Tony Storm and Deanna Perrazzo on Dynamite, which was great because they did uh, half and half. Half the screen was black and white and half the screen was in color um, because timeless Tony Storm exists Mm -hmm. in the 1950s Hollywood era. Yeah. Uh, And it was great. And it's just very funny. I mean, Tony Storm is just bulletproof on being funny right now. um, And she's absolutely killing it. Yeah. Uh, and Diana Prazo is also great. I love the way they're presenting her character. Um, they have the matching tattoos. Mm. Uh, and she admitted, Tony Storm admitted that she knew who she was. She was like, I know who you are, Diana Prazo. She said her name. Yeah, that her, was her good. Legit name. I liked that. No, that was great. I would have picked that, but because you picked it, I'm going to pick uh, Stooley Hathaway. Stooley? Stooley. What's Stooley? Well, they had a promo where Chris Statlander and Willow. Uh, we're meeting up with Stokely Hathaway to finally reveal to Stokely whether he would manage Statlander. And she said no. But the take, the main takeaway from it was she called him, someone called him Stooley. Mm-hmm. And it was like silly. And I enjoyed it. It was very funny. And so I'm going to pick that for my promo of the week. My other promo of the week, though, it's kind of a shooting range thing because this was not technically a promo, but anything a wrestler says in public to me is a promo. So um, I have to give Ronda Rousey some credit here because she's the only wrestler, aside from maybe Ryan Nemeth, because you mentioned Ryan Nemeth saying something. Oh, yeah, that we could have um, talked about that. Which is the only female wrestler that I know of who has said anything about the Vince stuff. Um, and has been calling and uh, tweeted something calling out WWE because they still have an executive employed there who's essentially a Vince puppet. Yeah, Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard. Which we all name. know, but it's great to have and somebody um, no, pointed out. This is yeah. the whole thing that drives me up the wall is like when there's something we all know, but we're not supposed to say it and we're all supposed yeah. to pretend like it's not happening. That's what drives me up the wall. And so the fact that she said it is very brave and very cool, especially because now she's like in all these matches with like AEW people and she's kind of like ring of honor coded. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's a great look for her is to be like the woman who's on the Indies kind of, yeah, she's got some it, redemption. She needs to try she, to get for, she can uh, follow a real tweets. CM Punk blazed trail with yeah. all this, you know, mm-hmm. like, like she left there and now she's going to do some indie stuff, be the truth teller that we need, mm-hmm. not the one we want. She's a flawed vessel, but mm-hmm. she's got a message. And, um, so I really liked that too. Anyway, no, that okay. was great. Match of the week. Uh, I went with there were oh oh no no there were. Uh, you can't have two. I don't. I only have one. Okay. I only have one. Don't worry. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Sorry, the cat was licking my ear. She does that sometimes when she wants attention because she's Aww. very upset that we're not feeding her yet. 
Um, no, don't self harm. She tries self-harm. to eat the plant. That plant is not toxic to her, by the not, way. But it she is just not. likes to act out by yeah. eating it. Uh, we um, made sure that all of her plants are non toxic for yeah. kitties. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my match of the week, I'm going to go with. I think it was the last match that I actually saw, and it's been a heck of a week. A lot of good stuff in AEW and in New Japan. Lots of big things happening in New Japan, but. Um, FTR and Daniel Garcia versus House of Black in that elimination steel cage match. That was great. And like, it was great. It was just so well worked. Like, everything about it was so intense and brutal. Mm-hmm. And it was so, uh, like, just well structured. And the race and at the end. The race at the end. And then, like, the, the finish was a callback to the beginning. And it was just, and that I, like, had forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. And it just brought a lot of characters together. And it was really just a perfect little non, like, championship related feud, too. It was, it was just really great. Yeah, uh, I like that. Uh, I think I'm going to pick the Women's Rumble mm-hmm. because it was exciting. It was fun. Jade Cargill made her debut, which yeah, was, was really great. cool. Um, and Bailey won, which I think is great and sets up a really exciting story. And I think Becky getting eliminated by Jade because Jade eliminated both Becky and uh, another big star. Who else did she? Who? Oh, yeah. She threw him out at the same time. Yeah, I can't remember. Bian- who- is it Bianca? Was it Bianca? No, because Bianca got eliminated by Tiffany Stratton pulling her ponytail. Right. right which right. I would say I can understand 100 percent how maybe this was like a good idea mm-hmm. on paper and not think but like don't ever do that spot again <laughs> because <laughs> having a very strong person pull it holding on to your hair with all their weight yeah and trying to like fall i could see her neck like the strain on her neck until she like started to like turn her head like i get it yeah. uh don't try it again that's we yeah. don't i don't need to see anybody's neck get broken uh by this but yeah and also it was funny with the women's rumble that everybody like afterwards they showed everybody like the last 10 people or whatever they got eliminated were all just sitting around the ring all pissed off and i was like why did they stay yeah oh um never stay jade oh wait did jade not eliminate bailey i thought she did not bailey nobody eliminated bailey oh not bailey i mean becky sorry um becky lynch was eliminated by naomi and then naomi was eliminated by jade oh because they fell at the same time i thought I oh. thought Jade had knocked them both out, but right. it must be that Naomi was pushing Becky off and then Jade pushed Naomi off. I remember that a little better now, that is but correct. that, that was really great. And I thought it set Jade up to be a real, um, you know, have a feud and be really, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, do great things. So that was exciting. I do love how active our cat is during this. I know. Because she knows it's like very nearly dinner. She's yeah. like, finish these awards so I can eat. Yeah. The, the award for hungriest kitty goes to Kathy. <laughs> okay. Outfit of the week. Outfit of the week. I picked uh, Zia Lee. There were many, many, many cool outfits um, in the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble uh, that I really enjoyed. Zia Lee's was cool. She had cool face paint. I don't, I also, I think it's just cause I don't see her that much. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, this is cool, but she also had swords. And I got to say any wrestler who comes out with swords, use them. Yeah. What are we doing? You yeah. can, if you could win, just come in there with the swords, just start. And people, yeah. people will jump out. <laughs> yeah. Once there's a sword involved, you know? Yeah. Um, I am going to pick uh, Liv Morgan's uh, outfit because she dressed as Christina Aguilera from the Dirty Music video. And I didn't recognize it at the moment. Which Dirty Music video? It's called Dirty. I know. Okay. 
Uh, I didn't recognize it at the time, but then later she tweeted about it to make sure everybody got the reference. And I was like, oh, perfect. Because I couldn't tell if that was just mm-hmm. like an iconic Liv Morgan outfit or yeah. something. Anyway, that was great. Okay, shock of the week. Uh, I picked Jordan Grace in the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, cause la- yeah, I think the cool. last time they did it, it was a little bit different cause Mickey James was at the time, the impact, mm-hmm. uh, knockouts champion. And it was a little bit different because they had, I think less people on the roster. So like they really needed to pull in people. And also Mickey James is like a WWE legend. So it wasn't crazy to have her on. She just happened to be like, they could have just not mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, that she was the knockouts champion, but Jordan Grace is like no connection to WWE that I can recall. I don't think she's ever been in NXT or anything. And so to have her was like a huge deal and she looked great and she was over as hell. Um, So that was awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, My shock of the week, you know, aside from the like lawsuit focus uh, on the positive. I would say it's Naomi coming back Mm -hmm. because I think that was a coup for her. It was really exciting. It felt really good. Mm -hmm. Especially with John Laronitis being named in this suit and being fired. The fact that the the girl who put her belt on his desk and mm-hmm. was like, F you, I'm out of here, allegedly. It's so crazy. Um, that Eva, every is now back and getting to open the Royal Rumble. You know, I yeah. thought that was really cool. And she looked great. And she was in there for a long time, too. Yeah, she really, she, yeah, she made it almost to the end. Mm-hmm. She was one of the final eliminations. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah, she was. All right. Nerd fantasy booking and then we're out of here. I think Cody Rhodes should be the, the, the chief content officer of WWE at some point. Which is Triple H's job? That's Triple H's job, oh. baby. So after he wins the title, after he retires. Uh, okay, I have one that I thought of that's rather detailed, but I'll take, should take I'm notes. excited about it. Okay, so what I think is that Vince McMahon should go to jail. And, We're done. Uh, and he should spend the rest of his life in jail. Mm-hmm. And his son, Shane McMahon, mm-hmm. should go to work at AEW. Oh. <laughs> I love the, I love your... <sighs> I just don't want him involved. <laughs> I just don't want any of them involved in anything. I think it'd be funny because I think he should be subordinate to Tony Khan and play like a... Like, uh, yeah, yes, Mr. Khan, like yeah. a, like a, like a, a right hand man, like a, actually like almost a Paul Heyman character for Tony mm-hmm. Khan um, as penance for his father's crimes. You know what they should do? They should have him come in and then treat him the way that Vince would treat all NWA and WCW legends. <laughs> like have them lose. He has to lose to like Danhausen. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like, and no, he's like Danhausen's like, partner, which is no insult to Danhausen. I love Danhausen. No, but, but yeah, he's like we get it. We make it silly. We make it yeah humiliate what yeah. you didn't create. Humiliate Vince's like, creation. He gets to pay some penance and like redeem himself as a person. Yeah, by you know kind of bringing the McMahon name back into the world of fun wrestling yeah. instead of his father's world of pain and hate. Yeah. Um, and I think if we do that in like 20 years, karmically, this whole industry will be like much better. Yeah, we'll be better. And Stephanie, just enjoy your retirement. Yeah, I, you, you kind of you you <laughs> might you might get off here. So just Stephanie, find out what your husband did and make sure you're somewhere safe. That's all yeah. I want to know. I <laughs> mean, she was an executive too. I, I don't that, know what she may no, have known. I know, some things I, know I, so. I know, but you know, in the, none of us is one of the guys. That's my favorite phrase. None of us is one of the guys. Even if you're somebody's daughter, it doesn't mean you know what they were up to. That's true. That's true. It doesn't true. mean they were that's sharing that saying... with you because you're a girl. So there is absolutely a very fine line. That's true. The people Vince McMahon wants to have three ways with. Uh, <laughs> and he did pitch a storyline where they were 
having sex. True. So I, but I will. Yeah, I just I'm just saying it seems like just you, you seem like you're in the best position out of the four. So just yeah, enjoy it and just hopefully that's you know <laughs> anyway. Godspeed to you, Stephanie. Anyway. Um, anyway, we did it. If Stephanie wants to work at AEW, I would accept that too. But I, I wouldn't want her to be humiliated. Honestly, they could use more women uh, and yeah. the in, up up top. But I, I think I mean I, Stephanie McMahon famously created the women's revolution. Yeah, it was all her. It was yeah, totally. That was what she kept saying, or what they yeah. kept saying. That she, and I'm sure she wouldn't say something that wasn't true. No, but, but, but. okay. Anyway, good luck, Steph. Well, that's our show. Thanks everybody for watching and listening. Um, and we'll be back later. We got to go feed a cat. Bye.